Hello everyone, you are so welcome back to episode number two of the Inside Out podcast. My name is Kira McCullough and today I want to talk to you about and share my story about why I decided to run a thousand kilometres in the middle of January and February of this year, <laughs> so in the middle of winter, and what that has taught me and how I've adapted my new mindset and way of life and how it's helping me cope in these uncertain times that we are now facing. Twenty twenty has already been a year like no other for me. And this current pandemic is so unprecedented that I know for a fact it can cause so much anxiety, stress, overwhelm, uncertainty. It's a roller coaster of emotions. Daily life for all of us has changed, and we are being forced into a new way of doing. We're being forced um to step outside our comfort zone and step into discomfort. Last year I took on the challenge of running a thousand kilometres across Ireland. It came from a place of comfort and contentment and I know that sounds a little odd to some but I didn't feel I had much pride in myself prior to doing this. I felt stuck in my mind. I felt so comfortable in my life that my life was no longer exciting. Don't get me wrong, I was happy and I was extremely content, but yet I needed more. I was lacking motivation, I was lacking a drive for life. And I suppose when I talked to you about it coming from a place of comfort, it just meant I got so comfortable with being comfortable that stepping into anything that caused discomfort caused me to not act and to not follow through. So when I made the decision to challenge myself, it was because I wanted to see if I could achieve something. Something that I would have never achieved before. And this required getting really comfortable with discomfort. When I made the decision to challenge myself, it wasn't because I was an athlete or a serious runner. In fact, I was none of the above. I think it was actually (laughs) three weeks prior to me leaving uh, to start the run that I actually had only done my first timed official half marathon. And (laughs) it seemed really crazy to a lot of people um, why I was volunteering myself up for so much pain and discomfort. But I wanted to push myself. I wanted to see how far I could go and I suppose burst through the limits that I had set on myself and reach a new mindset and reach a new way of life. I finished up running about a month ago and looking back it has taught me so so much and the mindset that I gained and the clarity that I gained and the new perspective on life has really helped me I suppose, really settle into the discomfort that many of you may be feeling now. One of the major things that I thought I, one of the major things I learned was the power of the present moment. 
you know, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. While I was on the run, some days were really, really tough. Running into 30, 40 kilometre winds with heavy rain belting into your face. It took grit. And it took focus on the present moment. Instead of thinking or running 30 kilometres or having to run 30 kilometres, I decided that I'd flip the script and I focused on my breath and the one kilometre that I had to run ahead. That's all. One kilometre, an inhale and an exhale. Living in the present moment allowed me to focus my mind towards the small attainable goals that I could achieve. And I guess... In the middle of all this crisis that we are now facing, it's very easy to jump ahead into the what-ifs, into the what's going to happen, into the things that we don't actually have control of. Instead, what we can do is adapt a new mindset. And every time a thought comes in that perhaps might end up spiralling out of control for us, we have the power to control our thoughts. We allow what we give attention to. So in the midst of all this panic and in the midst of this pandemic, it's really important that we find focus in the present moment and to control and to focus on what we can control. So instead of jumping too far ahead and wondering what if and what's going to happen, because we don't have any control over that yet, we focus on the present moment. What we can do today to be positive be present, to be mindful. And what we can do or say or think or act in a way that we can bring about hope, certainty, control, and just find a new way of thinking. Because in deep uncertainty, and I know everybody is facing that right now, it's very easy for us to jump into the narrative of thinking too far ahead and being scared and feeling overwhelmed. So focus on what you can control. Focus on the here and now. And if that's just a case of focusing on your breath, then that's all you have to do. The inhale, the exhale, and whatever comes next. The other most important thing that I learned and that really helped me in that run, during that run, was my mindset. And I suppose I learned that my thinking brain and my survival brain often had two different dialogues. And this made me feel so overwhelmed that often on very numerous occasions, I actually felt so overwhelmed that it almost caused me to quit, to stop. The power of doing for me was critical. The act of still acting, even though you might feel a certain way. I've, I've, I've experienced a lot of anxiety and I've battled hard with depression. You know, I've, I've been stuck in a mindset where I listened to and believed everything that my mind told me and for the most part I was listening and giving attention to my survival brain you know I didn't try to do the things I wanted to do because my survival brain protected me from fear 
fear of failure, fear of what other people might think, what other people might say, fear of not being good enough, or maybe a fear of actually being successful and what I could do with that. Our survival brain tends to be the narrative that seems to be most prominent. And it's really important for us not to give energy to that. Because where energy goes, everything starts to change. So it's really important that we focus on flipping the script and remembering that despite our thoughts, emotions and feelings, we should still act. So if there's something that you want to do, that you're afraid of doing it. It could, be, it could be something such as running for the first time. It could be, I know I hate answering phone calls. It could be answering phone calls. It could be, you know, going, putting yourself forward for that job promotion. It could be anything that involves you putting yourself out there, being vulnerable, at risk, so for instance, take the phone call scenario. I hate answering phone calls. I hate it with a passion. Every time I see an unknown number come up on the phone, my whole body goes into a state of panic. And what happens when I don't answer that phone? If I listen to the narrative of don't answer the phone call, you don't know what it is, you don't know who it is, you're going to get stressed out. If I don't answer that phone call, I now have to deal with an unanswered phone call and really, I should ring them back. So I'm even more out of control than I thought I was before I answered the phone. But if I actually took control over my mind, and even though I felt nervous, even though I felt anxiety, even though I felt a little bit overwhelmed answering the phone, the second I put into motion the opposite of how I feel, for, the, for, the, for to choose a new narrative that's more in line with who I want to be, so by answering that phone call, I've now gained control over my thoughts. I've now went ahead and went forward despite my beliefs, despite how I feel. And turns out actually, usually, <laughs> you know, nine times out of ten, that phone call is always a good phone call. It might be a friend who has a new number, it might be work, it might be you know, somebody wanting to hire your services or or give you something or talk to you. So it's choosing the narrative that is more in line with who you are and where you want to go. Our survival brain can often cause us to hold ourselves back. Fear of pain, discomfort or fear of failing. But choosing to rise up and move forward despite it all allows you to quieten that part of your mind. So stop holding yourself back and continue to choose a narrative that supports who you are, where you want to go, who you want to be and what you want to achieve. You know, throughout the day, every single day, I always ask my question, the same question to myself. Whenever these feelings arise of anxiety or fear or whenever maybe I put myself into a situation where I have to be vulnerable or I have to put myself forward, I have to then obviously choose the narrative that I want to give attention to. So for instance, last night I actually signed up to um, become a mental health and well-being coach. And 
it involves me doing something that I've never done before by going online to do a college course. And straight away, the second I signed up, <laughs> I was filled with anxiety. I was filled with, why did you do that? What, what, are, why, what are you doing? You know, that's the way my head worked. But I decided to flip the script. This is something that I'm really passionate about. I want to help people. This is something that I want to, this is where I want to go. And flipping the script and choosing the narrative of who you, who do I want to become? Ask, ask yourself those questions all the time. Who are you? Where do you want to go? What do you want to achieve? And if that voice inside your head, if that narrative isn't supporting that, choose a narrative that does. And little by little over time, you will be silencing that negative inner critic, that voice in your head that tells you you can't. Because every time you rise above it, you, you gain more control, you gain more uh, respect, you gain more motivation to keep choosing that narrative that supports who you are. We have a lot of time in our hands at the moment and I suppose what I'm trying to do is a mix between two things and it's finding the balance of really using this time to be present with you know the people that I love and to take this time that we don't often get you know we've been given the gift of time and it's something that we need to all treasure and I'm trying to find the balance of using this time to relax to have fun and to enjoy myself with the people that I can and really give myself wholeheartedly to to everything that I do but I'm also trying to I suppose find time to for self-improvement and what I've been asking myself a lot lately is what I would be most proud of and how I want to show up for the world and setting actions and goals to do that you know this time that we have been given allows us to do a lot of the stuff that we often put off you know um and what I really wanted to what I really want to focus on is deepening my relationships but also you know spending time to improve myself so I want to journal more I want to read more books I want to you know do a course like I've said and it's using this time that we have in a positive way that has more impact so yes I sit down and watch Netflix and yes I do you know have a few glasses of gin that's really important because you know in these trying times we need to realize that once this is all over life is going to become so fast-paced again that we will wish we had this time back so i'm trying to enjoy it as best i can but also use this time to really dig deep into who i am where i want to go what i want to achieve and what i want to see for my future and i want to start living a more meaningful life with impact and intention and that's something I will really be proud of myself for um, and what I've been really obviously focusing on as well and, and also what I learned on the run I say on the run during my 1000 kilometer run across Ireland was that everything happens from the inside out which is where the idea of this podcast came from and the foundation of all that is our mindset 
which I spoke to, to you about earlier, and it's choosing the narrative that supports who you are. But to back all that up, to back mindset up, our words matter so much. How we speak to ourselves especially, and also how we speak to others. You know, where our attention goes, energy flows, and how we speak to ourselves and others plays a huge part in us becoming better and more um, confident in ourselves and more positive. And, you know, I remember when I was, you know, on doing that challenge, you know, there were days where they were so long and the road was so endless and the rain was so relentless and the wind was so heavy that I questioned a lot of the reasons why I was doing what I was doing. And sometimes I would read something and it would really stand out. And what I read one day was, I don't have to do this. I get to do this. And changing that narrative and changing how I spoke about the run, how I spoke about, you know, what I was doing, you know, instead of like, I have to run 30 kilometers a day or I have to do this, you know, I didn't have to do anything. I got to do it. I was able to do it. You know, and a lot of people have said, you know, why are you doing this? And one of the easiest answers for me was always because I can. So changing up that narrative and changing up the dialogue from I don't want to do this or, you know, I have to do this to I get to do this. Straight away, my whole mindset shifted. And the head became higher, more uplifted, and I got more energy, more drive, more motivation. I'm actually so grateful that I got to experience pushing myself forward um, beyond my the capabilities and the limits that I had set for myself. And, you know, running that length of time every single day for 45 days became a new way of life for me and I really got used to the solitude of being on my own being alone with my thoughts and you know really living in a more intentful life and I am so grateful for that opportunity and to have experienced all that before this pandemic happened because I had stepped I had started off 2020 by you know, not just stepping into discomfort, but like launching myself into so much discomfort, into the unknown, into the fear of failing. And, you know, our natural response to discomfort is to resist it. It's human nature to resist things that cause us discomfort. And I'm so glad that I got to experience what it's like to step outside our comfort zone. And you know, looking back now, I I realised that when I was deeply suffering with anxiety and depression and thinking about the time where when I really wanted to, needed to end my life, um, I realised now that I had actually become so comfortable with living with anxiety and depression. And my real discomfort at the time was actually putting myself first and asking for help. You see, when we get comfortable in life, we start to get relaxed 
And don't get me wrong, I really think it's essential to be relaxed in, in mind and body. But when we become relaxed about life and our own lives, we accept things the way they are and we lose motivation. We lose drive. We lose our passion for life. We become complacent. And I, I really think to be our best, to be the best versions of ourselves, we need to constantly challenge ourselves when we feel comfortable. And I'm not saying that you need to run a thousand kilometres across Ireland, but challenge ourselves out of our comfort zones can come in many forms. It might be putting yourself forward for that job. It might be speaking up for yourself. It might be, you know, letting someone know that you care about them. It might be exercising more. It might be trying to become more mindful. You know, no one is comfortable with discomfort. And we now have a time in our lives where we have been given the gift of time. And I think in this current situation, I know that we all feel discomfort. And we may be feeling helpless, out of control. But when we step outside ourselves, we can adapt and overcome and we can learn and grow. There's a few tips that I use to bring a... Um, bit of clarity to my life and I bring um I suppose myself out of uncontrollable situations and feelings of overwhelm and bring me back into a place of um real I suppose control and drive and motivation so you know I have a few tips and I hope they'll help you gain control of your thoughts and use this time to Set goals for yourself and to see who you are, where you want to go and what you want to achieve. You know, use this time to to become alive. You know, my first tip is to, to clear your head. Um, every time we go to step outside our comfort zone, the voice inside our head gets bigger, gets very loud. And what helps me bring about a sense of calm from the inside out, it's true visualisation and true meditation. It helps quieten the mind and gets me focused on what I need to be focused on, which is, you know, the goals that I have and, and how I attain and achieve those goals. I spend a lot of time writing about my emotions and that really helps me gain clarity. The second thing that I actually do is, and it's a great tip, it's to reward yourself. You know, if you're going to put yourself into discomfort and try and create a new habit, let's say by exercising you need to reward that habit and reinforce the positive messages to your brain and show yourself some appreciation and treat yourself you know if you're taking up more exercise and you want to be better in your body and exercise more you know reward yourself with a new pair of trainers or you know a new set of leggings or something to reinforce the positivity in your brain that when I do this thing this good thing happens. Finding a, an accountability buddy is also a really good idea. And this was huge for me when I was training to, to, um, to run a thousand kilometers because often I felt if I relied on myself, I would put it off until tomorrow or I would find it very easy to make excuses to myself. So I had many accountability buddies and, you know, 
some accountability buddies ran with me in training others made sure that I was accountable to them with pictures or with messages say yes I have ran today or yes I have trained today so um, not only do you get great support and encouragement from your accountability buddy but you know it brings you one step closer towards your goals and it holds you accountable to yourself and and someone else but it also brings you closer to that person and developing a bond and a friendship while trying to attain goals is something really special and last but not least celebrate small wins change is hard growth is slow break your goal into milestones and celebrate the shit out of everything every little win every time you hit that milestone it's an achievement and when you celebrate that it will motivate you to keep moving forward So I hope episode two brought you clarity and a bit of hope and a bit of light in what are very uncertain and I'm going to say scary times. You know, I hope I can empower you to constantly realise that you can flip the script on the narrative that you give attention to and how choosing the narrative that supports who you are where you want to go, what you want to achieve. It will help you find control and calm in a really unsettled, overwhelmed world. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I cannot wait to keep on sharing some positivity, light and hope. Thank you so much for listening and inserting me into your ears. Until next time.